Welcome back to Rockstar 101. His name is Brandon. He is DJ. His name is Jim. He is the rock star. Class is in session. And I have a real quick question for you. Broom. We found out in the last episode, uh, one of my teeth uh, got uh, popped out. It's been a fake tooth since I was 10 years old. Yes. I have a scenario for you. Okay. You're in the bathroom. You're going pee. Yeah. You're oh. looking over the toilet. You're going pee. Playing around with your tooth. It falls out. Right. It lands in the toilet. This is your only tooth. Yeah. The only one left? You've lost the rest? Like, this is it. Like, you're not going to get another one here for at least another week or so. That tooth, are you fishing it out? And are you just, just going to try to clean it and put it back in your mouth? Mm -hmm. Or are you cut like calling it a loss and it's gone? What's in the toilet? No, you take it out. You take it out. You take it out. You sterilize what it. Then you got it. Then you have some serious thinking to do. <laughs> you have some serious. You got to. You got to. You got to talk to yourself. You got to really come to terms with a few things in your soul at that point. <laughs> well, because as I was, I was just going to the bathroom and I'm looking down, and I'll, I'll go like this a lot where I kind of take my bottom teeth and and you'll mess with them. See, yeah. And see what happens. Yeah. Show me. Yeah. Okay. Knocks right. it out. Okay. And as I was doing that, I started to do that, and I was like, "Oh shit!" It could fall. Uh, in and I was like, "Because because the whole time I was like, oh, crap! Like it's going to pop out, and right. it's going to fall in the toilet.'" But have you ever had have you have you ever had a conversation with someone where they they were like, "Oh, this thing happened," and you ask them questions as they're going, and they don't need to answer the question because their face says it all. Yeah. Okay. So I remember. Uh, Mark, the original, the, the drummer of the band, not the original drummer of the band, Mark Goodwin, the guy who was in the band for a few years touring, <clears throat> or still in the band, I guess. Anyway, point being, he uh, was on the bus and he was on his phone and he, <laughs> and he said that um, he dropped the phone. He was like, oh, I dropped my phone. And I'm like, oh, and, I, I, and he didn't say anything. He didn't really say anything. He just said, yeah, I dropped my phone. I said, oh. What, what, so what like did it crack like why are you telling me it was like so did the screen crack he was like no i said well where were you he said i said were you on the toilet and he just went i said oh you're on the toilet so so you would you, you you cracked it on some tiles he went oh you were sitting on the oh it fell in the toilet and he didn't say anything i could just tell by his face i was like oh, i fell in the toilet he's, i was like i said was it full and and then he, the face was like yeah and said pee pee or poo was it was it pee did it fall did it fall in pee and he was like I'll poo. You so said you dropped your phone in your own shit, and he didn't say anything. I just was able to piece it together. I'm like, it happens. Shit happens. Something like literally, <laughs> but like, but like, I remember his face. Just like it, the whole conversation took about five seconds, where he went from, yeah, I dropped my phone, and he was probably going to take a couple of minutes to come around to being like, dude, it's fucking embarrassing. I dropped my phone and some shit. And you, you got to get your phone out. Like, you've got to get your. Even, even like you can't leave it in there anyway. Like no matter what happens, if you drop your phone in the toilet, the first instinct is, oh, grab it, just his fingers, get it, get it out of there. And then, yeah. and then he had to deal with it. I don't think it like landed in the shit, but like I, I, I switched off the conversation the moment I was like, oh, you dropped your phone in the toilet while you were taking a shit, and like, and that makes sense. You're holding it there, you're on the toilet, da da da, -da slip straight down into the fucking toilet. Like I'm sure it's happened to a million people who don't fucking talk about it, but. It's amazing the things that you can drop in the toilet. The other thing that you don't want to do is take a piss at a urinal while you're doing this. 
because if one of those little bits smacks up, if you ever pissed at a urinal hard, you can you can hit your own tongue by accident. I did that one time when I was a kid, and I realized because I, when you're doing it, what happens is when you're a kid and you got the urinals, you play, you piss on the urinal, well, and you, on, you shoot on. it all so, the way around. You got to remember, you got to remember. There's a lot of people only listening to this, right? So oh, we have sorry, to sorry. Describe what okay, you just sorry, did. sorry. You Jim's stick your tongue out. Where you just kind of take, yeah, not, like not like a full Michael Jordan tongue sticking out, but you just kind of. <laughs> It's like a little bit comes out the the corner of your mouth, like hmm. Yeah, like that. I don't know and then, yeah, and the other thing, and you definitely don't want to be cleaning the toilet when you're on your hands and knees and you're scrubbing the toilet a couple, every couple of weeks. Given the toilet, you don't want to be, you know, because I do that when I think. I've done that. I did that when I was older one time. And don't worry, it was a clean toilet. It wasn't like you're cleaning the toilet while there's some dookie in there. But you're cleaning your fucking toilet. And, you, and what do you do when you're cleaning random toilet bathroom shit? You're just thinking about other stuff. And when I think, yeah. I stick my tongue out the corner. I'll just be like, mm. I'll just fucking play with my tongue a little bit, not realizing yeah. that I'm doing it. I didn't realize until a bit of fucking toilet water splashed up on my tongue. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I fucking lost it. I was like, no! Screaming bloody murder. Oh, God. No! Even though the irony is, is that that water is probably cleaner than anything else in that moment. You've just scrubbed yeah, it. Probably. It's like the chemical fucking, the amount of stuff in there that kill everything. But it's still oh. toilet water. Like, if I was cleaning the sink, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. But because it's a toilet, you fuck, you flip out. Anyway, Did I, I have- ever tell you- Hold on, I gotta go. Okay, all right, all right. Did I ever tell you about the time I had to fish my wife's retainer out of the garbage can? No. In a public place. Uh, How did it get in there? What did she do? So, oh, I know what happened. It was parenthood. Huh? It was like parenthood where she left it on the tray and then it got scooped up into the toilet, into the the garbage. Nailed it. Yeah, so she was, she had braces when I met her and then she ended up getting rid of those, um, especially for, you know, Oh no! Ah, oh, fuck! I know what's going on. Hold on. How do I do this? How do I do this? Considering that I'm recording it. Let's try it again. See what happens. Come on, Brandon. Where are you? Good lord. Was that you my fault? Because I can't. I can hear you. I can't see you. I don't know. My my Skype just completely shut down for some okay. strange reason. Okay, so it was you. All right, good. Yes, yeah, so I can't. I can't see you. But well, you I can't see, me? see you either. Nope, I can't see you either. I can't see your face. Let's there we go there we go all right so i don't know if it, should i stop oh it's really slow though you're just a pixel you're just Shit. one um, big fucking pixel and your face is so it, angry right now you got the stank face on there it is there you're back okay something went wrong on your end i guess uh so okay, the question is to... do we stop and start again or do we do i no, we'll just pick it up we'll just pick it up from here like we'll just like i'll i'll all right so i'll know, have to edit it pick it up yeah. okay or not. Um, I'll just fucking leave. I don't give a fuck. No, with the YouTube leave. thing, no. with the YouTube thing, they can just scan through. It's funny. I went out to check because I, I, my kids are watching the iPad while they're having their breakfast, and I and I the general rule is while daddy's working, you watch pre-recorded videos. Don't get on the internet. And I went yep. out and same, I was like, same thing in this house. Yeah, and I was like, is anyone using the internet? And my son just looked at me and went, ah! 
I was like, I, I fuck, okay, but I'm live. I need a question. And then my, and my little girl followed suit. She was looking at the thing and she just looked up at daddy and went, ah, and fucking started losing. It's like got two kids screaming. I'm sure they heard it in the microphone where I was like, shut up for a second. Um, Anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? You were about so to tell me a thing. I was telling you about how I had to get my wife's retainer out that of the was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we did a thing before we got married, and this was so that we could get married in the Catholic Church. It was called Engaged Encounter. Encounters? Encounter. Something like that. Anyway, so it's just a thing where it's the couples, you go on this retreat, and it, it's you and maybe uh, – 20 other couples, I think, is what's there. It's for a weekend, and really all it is is they kind of give you a workbook, and it has questions about how are you going to approach these things in your marriage and things like that. It's just it's something to kind of give you a base. So, like, if things ever get rocky in the relationship, you can kind of always go back to this. Right. So we're at lunch, and it's in this cafeteria, and my wife wasn't quite used to having her retainer yet. So, when, you know, obviously when you have a retainer, if you're eating, you pop it out, but she wouldn't just – I mean, it's disgusting. You don't just leave it sitting out for everybody to look at, Right. So she would pop it out and she would leave it kind of wrapped in a napkin so that you, you couldn't really tell. The only yeah. problem is she would forget that it was there. Yeah, yeah. And so this one time she forgot. And all of a sudden we're sitting there and we're kind of uh, chatting with everybody else at our table. And then she gets that uh-oh look on her face and she was like, my retainer. And I'm like, oh, no. And she's like, yeah. She goes, I think it's in the garbage. <laughs> so we go back we go back over there. It's one of those big bins and it's where it's underneath a counter. Like there's a hole drilled in the counter where you throw all the stuff, but it's just a bin sitting in there. So we open that up, we pull the bin out and it's, I mean, it's like 15 minutes have gone by and like 30 people have thrown oh, their, their lunches away since. So I start digging. Yeah. And that's I'm, romance and right there. And it is disgusting. It was so goddamn gross. But I'm, I'm like, Aah. but you know what? I found it. Of course you found it. I found it. I found it. We cleaned the hell out of it. I got applause from everybody. Not really, actually. I, I pretended in my mind that I did. Um, but yeah, that was, man, that moment right there. That's where I was like, you better, like, this is how much I love you. Yeah. Like, we're here for marriage. This is proving it right here. Me yeah. digging around. For I this did thing. those classes too. They, they, it's funny. They give you these. They're like, <laughs> you go to the church and they're like, oh, so you're getting married. You're going to need to do three classes. I'm like, three classes? That's it? Three, three two-hour-long classes. One of them is with a priest, which is more like a meeting with an accountant where they're like, I need you to verbally say that you created an agreement with the other company in order to get that tax break, whether it's verbal mm -hmm. or and, – and like – and so the Catholic Church is like, so are you aware that uh, what uh, till death do us part means? Can you verbalize what your understanding of that means? And I'm like, yeah, you like don't. we're together till I die. Yeah, yeah. But they need to hear you say it if they're going to let you in the church and do the thing. Like, So it's like a fucking weird interview. And then I, the thing that I remember uh, was like, I remember thinking like, look, I had a lot of work to do before I got married because I've been on tour most of the time that we were together. And so I was like, well, whatever, uh, the burden of work on the relationship is on me because I've been the one who's been gone all the time. So I'm going to these classes, I'm doing this fucking shit. And I remember there was a woman uh, who was running the class that was like, there are going to be times, and she, it was the one thing that I think she said that the woman needed to do in the relationship or that the woman should take initiative to do when she was like, I know for me, uh, it really helps my weekend if I let my husband go out for a few beers on Friday after work. 
And then we just have dinner half an hour later. And he goes, so he goes out for a couple of beers with the guys. And then when he comes home, he's he's lost some of the week's stress and he's had a bit of chance to decompress and all that sort of stuff instead of- A little more chill. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is great. She's telling my wife to let me go and have a beer with the boys, <laughs> right? And then I remembered, I don't work a regular job. Fridays mean yeah. nothing to me. And I have no friends. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm like, this doesn't apply to yeah, me. Yeah, I'm your one friend, dude. And I yeah. live like 4,000 yeah, miles doesn't, away. It doesn't work with, yeah, like I have no one to be like, hey, do you want to get a beer? I'm like, sure. Give me like three days. I'll see you in three days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and fucking- That's what we need to do, by the way. When we get on Twitch, when we do Rockstar, because the thing that we had talked yeah, about yeah. is that we're going to do one recorded one that we're going to upload as a regular podcast. And then we're going to do live Twitch streams. We should have it like hang out and have a drink with us. Yeah. You know well, that's I mean? the thing. We, we can do live- we can do all the Rockstar one-on-ones live once we get it set up, and then we just push record and stop recording at the right time and upload it and to YouTube anyway. Later, yeah. yeah, it's really quite easy, and that's the best way so to anyways, do it because so- it saves time. So the point being is I remember that that one class, that was what I took out of it where I was like, I thought I was going to learn this whole spiritual thing of like how to balance it. I'm like, oh, you're just – everything was – the final sentence on every point that she made was do your best to chill out because it's about to get real. You're getting married? Yep. Ah, shit's about to yep. get real. Basically, just yep. find your mechanisms to chill out. And she was like, for me, I find if I just give him space once a week after work on a Friday, give him a couple of hours, yep. that helps. And I'm like, yeah, that does help. It's great. But I was like, but where is the secret? I thought there was this thing of like Catholic spiritual Zen, you know. And she was like, nah, just let him go have a beer and fucking walk it off, shake it off, and then come back to the chaos that is the fucking household with the wife and the kids and the debt and the fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's what I remember from it. I'm going to pivot, okay? Pivot. Pivot. John McClane had a plan. John McClane had a plan. Um, so, what do you know about the live concerts that bands are doing now? They're playing now that con- now the concerts are definitely off till next year. Papa, I, I saw Papa Roach is doing one. Trivium's doing one. Um, what do you think about it? What do you know about it? I honestly don't know a whole lot because um, I haven't really looked into it. Um, but I can Google it right now and see what we can find. So they're having one. Oh, they already had it. Is it a festival or is it multiple bands doing multiple different shows? They, so they played InFest in its entirety. Oh, that's shit. That's right. Because this was the 20 year anniversary yeah. and they were going to do the yeah. whole big thing. Oh, that sucks. Dude, they should just fucking push it to next year. They should do the exact same thing and just do it next year. It's not their fault. No, they should. They, that's a great album, it's man. A that album. Is, album. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, like I, 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 I say this all the time. I would say it on Loudwire Nights. I say it on the morning show. I say it on here. Dude, Papa Roach somehow I think is still underrated. Like mm. they're an amazing rock band to keep belting out hits. Yeah. But somehow people still don't remember like as as good as they are. Like any show that I've gone to with them. Um, I think that they're doing I always okay. hear going, I, did, I, I forgot that was them, or I didn't know they played that. And it's like, yeah, they're a good goddamn band, man. Yeah, Pay no, but, but keep in mind, they have, like, if you look at their numbers, like, they've got something like 8 million Facebook followers and, like, a mil- 100 million streams on, on multiple songs. Like, I think the people who do know Papa Roach are aware of it. It's just that, like, I mean, what other bands, let me ask you this, what other bands comparatively to Papa Roach do you think are getting more credit that you think should be going to Papa Roach? What bands are you talking about? Like, give me a comparison where, like, well, you're like, people don't give them enough credit. What, like, what band gets credit for the things that you're talking about that you think Papa Roach should also get? 
Like, give me a um, give me a perspective. Like, like in what kind of echelon should they be at? I yeah, think? maybe. Or like, should they be more popular? Should they have more number ones? Should they be at the top of the bill well, more often? Like, what do you mean? I don't. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure because I just I just know that anytime I've gone to a Papa Roach show and whoever I'm there with, I hear all the time, yeah. "Oh, I forgot that was them," yeah, yeah. or "Oh, they play that." And I, no, I'm not just talking about my wife because she's that, that's what she's notorious for. Like when we were at Alice in Chains, a song would pop up and she'd be like, "Oh, that's that them." Yes, yes, that, that is them, dear. Um, but. For Papa Roach, it always just kind of seemed – there was a show that I went to in Florida, and I went with a few different people. And it was about an hour drive away from where I lived, the concert was. And as we were driving back, I remember one of the guys going – like, he's like, I totally forgot about all those Papa Roach songs. And we're talking about things from kind of like – obviously, Last Resort, everybody knows that. Yeah, That's the the one that everybody's going to know. Generally, the new stuff off of whatever, and I think this is right around maybe when Scars came out. Um, and so, but then there's all this stuff in the middle, like Getting Away with Murder yeah, and songs yeah. like that. That's the one people um, forget about a lot. Between Angels and Insects yeah. and and uh, Broken Home, like these are the songs that people songs. seem to forget about a lot. And um, but then when they play them live, the people get sucked back in. And I think that like I don't know if I maybe it's detrimental to Papa Roach because there's a lot of people who don't remember those songs who would enjoy going to the concert or as we're talking now a live stream, enjoy watching the live stream. But since they don't always like they forget about those songs, they're not inclined to do it, I guess. And but and that's just my gut feeling. I don't have any numbers to back this up. I'm sure Papa Roach does perfectly fine. That's just my gut feeling from all the concerts that I've gone to where they're there. Yeah, well, and it's I uh, always hear that same thing. Well, they've been around longer than everyone else. Like if you put any other band, except maybe Godsmack, but that's like, the one that was popping into my brain yeah. who has had that longevity. And their last album is was amazing. Yeah, their last Godsmack's album was great. Last album is. Yeah, that's. I think we've talked about it on here. Like yeah. Godsmack really started in that kind of new metal era, yeah. and they have been able to morph into just a legitimate true rock band. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think one of the differences with, uh, I mean, now we're getting into analysis, but like one of the differences with Godsmack might be that they have never changed their sound. He's never gone into doing some rap here and some other stuff there. Like every Godsmack record, you put it on and you're like, that's that's Godsmack. That's what they sound like. So that's me, by the way. Sorry, I'm going to quit that. So, and I was thinking about this just yesterday because I was like, what is the deal? And Papa Roach has tried, same as Shinedown, right? Shinedown has done some different sounding records, just a little bit, just enough to be like, okay, they're trying some different stuff. Godsmack is like the ACDC of the last 20 years. They ain't changing. They don't give a fuck. They do what they do. They know that what they do works and they write their songs. See, and they I don't do know if thing. I would agree with that completely because I, I think the last couple albums from Godsmack have been less kind of like like early on. He was very much into that kind of growly, gravelly voice where he has become far more melodic uh, with, you know, When Legends Rise or Unforgettable or songs like this that have come out within the past couple of years. Like I think. Godsmack has had has done a great job, uh, great job of sounding like Godsmack, mm. but not always being Godsmack. If you know what I mean. Wow, yeah, yeah, what is going boy. on? That's there? my boy. He's just running around. He just he gets his endorphin rush from his hormones. He's two and a half, and he just runs around <laughs> the house with his hands up, going, "Wow, it's awesome." Um, oh, and plus, great. he he heard we were talking about Godsmack. He loves Godsmack. 
So he um, really? no, he loves heavy music. Like I'll put on, I put on Master of Puppets, and he just starts moshing. He does the mosh jog, that mosh jog where you're circle pitting. He does that yeah. thing when I put on Master of Puppets. He fucking loves it, and he just starts smashing into the couches. He loves it. He's or he's he's built for fucking mosh pits. <clears throat> but that's the thing with uh, going back to Papa Roach and Godsmack and those sorts of things. I think that it's interesting. You've got your Godsmacks, you've got your Five Finger Death Punch, right? The bands that always go number one. And I don't know what it is, but there is this larger than life sort of branding to them, right? They're a bit of the bit of the pyro, a bit of the fucking sound, a bit of the the legend will rise lyrics and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and the tone. Whereas Papa Roach is just sort of. They don't have that particular element. They're a little more punk rock. They're a little more fucking rebel- rebellious sort of thing. And, the, and they've had, they come that, Rose, from that. I think party. Like for some strange reason. Like that's, that's the kind of music that I could pop on at a party that people are going to get into. Like songs like uh, Born for Greatness mm. is a amazing yeah, a song. song. That song is fantastic. Yeah. But that's something that I think I could pop on at a party. I mean, obviously, if the people aren't into rock music or anything like that, then it might be a bit of a problem. Mm. But I like I. That's what I think of when I think of Papa Roach. Mm. Well, I think it's interesting that they're actually called Papa Roach because the gag has always been that um, when the apocalypse comes, the only two things that will survive will be uh, uh, cockroaches and and uh, Mick Jagger. But and mm-hmm. it's funny because uh Jacoby oh, actually called Richards. Keith Richards my bad um but yeah but the thing is like Papa Roach is never gonna fucking die they're never gonna die they're gonna keep riding till the wheels fall off they're always gonna sound great every time you see like and it's such a, a blessing to have been in one band for 20 25 years because you just finish off each other's sentences musically you don't have to tell someone what if we play it like this you just pl- you just you you breathe the music comes out that's why they sound the way that they do but no one wants to follow Papa Roach live and everyone in the rock game knows oh, man, that you don't fuck with Papa Roach. A, oh, it's, yeah. I, man, I know I've said this over and over again, and I apologize for repeating it, but yeah, if you've never seen Papa Roach live, no, they're, man, they're amazing. You're missing and out. And I think that's one of the things. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was an element of like, you, you like certain bands wouldn't want them to come up and actually be headlining a festival because they know that if they take that top slot, you're never knocking them off. You're never going to out-rock yeah. Papa Roach. And, and the truth is, I've talked to a lot of guys in these bands. My favorite conversation was with Ben from Breaking Benjamin, where he was side of stage playing after, it was, it was us, P. Roach, and then Breaking Benjamin. And it was St. Louis, and it was a massive fucking show, and we're side of stage watching Papa Roach. And he was just like, I fucking told them not to put me on after Papa Roach. I begged them not to put me on after Papa Roach. I said, what do you mean, man? You're going to be headlining. He was like, I don't want to go on after this. It sucks. It's like, I don't want to, it's like, I don't, it's just, he, 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 he was so defeated. And I was the same way. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be the newer kid on the block opening for you guys. I don't want to go on after these guys. I mean, but, but I was like, but you got mad, mad hits. You're like breaking management. I was like, I don't care. I, I can't move around that much. I don't have the stamina. I play my, I love my songs and I'm, I'm great, but like, nah, I don't want to go on after P Roach. Fuck that. No one wants to go on after P Roach, dude. No one. <laughs> But anyway, we're going back to this thing about live shows. We were talking about the live shows that are coming up, right? So from what I can tell, we've got about 10 minutes left. And I want to talk about this for a second because bands are doing... There's there's no ceiling, right? There's limitless ticket sales. You can go and buy a ticket to the Papa Roach show for $15. And it's a great idea once, 
right? It's a great idea once because you you do your show and, and I'm sure the production of it's going to be amazing. It's going to look and sound amazing in a full recording studio, top shelf shit. They've been rehearsing it for a while. And they're going to do it live and then it's going to be available to replay for um, two days. You're going to be able to go and see it for two days. The thing is though that once it's live, people can share their... I'm sure there'll be a way to hack it. People will be able to share their ticket People will be able to get in. People will be able to record it on their screen. They can screen record it and screen share it and then play it on, you know, live stream or whatever. And then they won't be able to do that show again. You know, I mean, you'll still go out and see them live. You'll go and see them live when they come out. But there won't be any sort of repeat. Like it'll be, they can't, like, for example, they won't be able to do that show every week and sell more tickets to that yeah. show. Like it'll, it, it'll be a one-time thing. find... You have to find ways. I mean, granted, the, the one positive is you're not going to ever be limited on capacity. Like you're not going to that's an arena that's going to have bit. capacity on how much you can sell out. Yeah. And but they'll on probably the, on the sell. Downside, they'll probably sell hundreds of thousands of tickets worldwide. They'll probably sell at least a hundred thousand tickets. And at fifteen, they'll make you know a million dollars plus or more, a couple of million dollars maybe if they really promote it well. But that's it. That's their whole touring cycle for the the year, and that's great for them as a, as one band. But every other band. What are they going to do? Like Papa Roach can sell See, those tickets. And this and this is why I think, especially like what you're doing with your lockdown sessions and stuff like that, I think that is going to be one of the things that people are going to have to do mm. no matter how big the band is because uh, the the one thing that you get when you're there live is you get to see them live. Yeah. I mean, I can go to YouTube and watch um, a live stream of a band yeah. at any point in time. Like, yeah. that, like I, man, I did that. I think I've told you about this. I downloaded a whole bunch of Big Day Out uh, footage from like 1999, 2000 yeah. uh, with like Corn and bands like that. Yeah, I was, I was always super shows. jealous. I was always super jealous, by the way, because I was like, oh, look at this. I was like, look at how many bands are there. But then I remembered, I'm like, oh, shit, that's like, this is like the only time those bands are there. <laughs> like, yeah. they don't tour down there actively all the time. No. So the one thing that the bands need to be able to do is create that closeness, that that. It, it can't be one-on-one -on -one per se, um, but you like what you're doing where you have your VIP sessions and you also have your lockdown sessions where people can purchase and interact with you directly. Yeah. That would be massive. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would even be something that I would pay for depending on the price and the band. Yeah. Um, if, if, if the band is willing to, I mean, we do that here. You did it here at El Paso, in El Paso at the um, Star City Studios yeah. when you performed some of your new solo stuff mm -hmm. live. Um, is it's that close, intimate show where they'll perform a couple of songs. You can ask a few questions and they'll perform, you know, and that's, and that's something that sh it, it should be really easy to execute. Yeah. It shouldn't be too difficult because there shouldn't be like, you don't need a lot when it comes to the performance. I mean, generally you're going to probably want it to be like an acoustic performance. It's exactly I don't know if I want to hear. I don't know if I want to hear Papa Roach acoustic. Yeah, I want that's that, the thing. That, you know that yeah. uh, when it comes to Papa it Roach. It depends but. on certain types of artists. I mean, I'm very lucky that my songs can translate to acoustic and I can play that. And one of the best things about the VIP sessions is that like the VIP sessions are limited right now to 12 tickets a person. And it's an hour-long mm -hmm. session. It always goes longer. Sometimes they've been two hours. But like um, we hang out and we chat. And I talk to everyone personally. I ask how the week's been, how you going, where you from, da 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 da, da. And we chat. And everyone who's come comes back they all mm -hmm. come back they all buy a second ticket some people are on their 10th ticket and i really look forward to them and the thing that is really unique and different about it that i think is the best kick out of it is that 
I'll, I'll put in, because I can improvise with an acoustic guitar. You can't improvise if you're playing a track. You can't improvise if you're on a live show with a 45-minute set. Mm-hmm. If someone tells me a story about how their drywall fell out of the fucking wall and they had to repair something, which happened a couple of weeks ago, and then it fell on their husband's head and they, they're off rest, they're sleeping it off because they had to take a Vicodin and now they're asleep and they couldn't make the show this way. I'll put that in the song. I'll rewrite mm-hmm. the song live and do a little gag about how someone got bumped on the head, took a Vicodin, and had a fucking nap because they're, they're, they don't want to go to the hospital. And then I'll, I'll crack a COVID joke because that's really not, spo- you're not supposed to joke about the shit at the moment. But when you're in, you, you sort of feel the audience and you go, okay, what's mm-hmm. your sense of humor level? And I'll be cracking jokes and changing the songs. And that's the main thing that people are paying for. They're not paying just to see you, just to talk to you. Just, they're paying for the whole interactive experience. And you cannot get that anywhere else. You just cannot get it. Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing that I thought when I saw Papa Roach is doing a show. It makes sense because they're Papa Roach and Infest is at its 20 year anniversary. Trivium, because the guy from Trivium, Matt Heath, he, uh, he, um, he, he uh, streams and, he's, and they're doing a show and they're putting it together. But I was like, if you're already streaming to mad numbers and doing stuff, why would you? It's the same fucking thing. It's the mm-hmm. same fucking thing. So I'm like, yeah, I just, I, I, I really, I think- I'm not sure how I feel about it. I think I think a lot of it right now is it's experimentation. It's finding out what's going to work and what's not going to work. And because I know for for us right now, and this is how we'll wrap up uh, this episode because we're running out of time. Aren't we? Yeah, we're kind of we're on time up. now. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, really, in the state of Texas is, and as we're recording this, it's just before the Fourth of July, and they're starting to reclose things. Again yeah, yeah. Because the numbers started to spike, spike yeah. back up. Um, they closed bars, uh, restaurants were at 75% capacity. They were told to go back down to 50% capacity and that might even get, you know, worse than that. Um, and, and, and a lot of it comes down to the fact that, you know, people just don't want to follow the damn rules. And look, I'm going to say this here. This is not difficult. We can have an open economy and we can take care of things and we can actually do stuff, but you do have to wear a mask. You do have to keep your distance and you do have to wash your hands properly. If you follow those, we can open the economy limited but at least things will be functioning. But it's these asshats out there who – these are, it's the same people. They pissed and moaned that we were closing the economy, so they protested that, God damn it, I need my hair cut. I need my hair did. So I'm going to go stand outside with a fucking AK-47 and uh, protest this. Yeah. But now you're telling me to wear a mask, and I'm not going to wear a mask. Fuckhead, you're the problem. Yeah. You're the one that's creating this issue. You're the one that's closing things back down. All you had to do was wear the goddamn mask in the first place. But no, it's against my rights. Fucking babies. All of them. Anyway, um, going back to what you were saying, though, about the concerts and stuff. Again, I, I, I repeat it. Um, I think that what you're doing with the VIP sessions, I think what you're doing with the lockdown sessions is kind of going to be the way of doing things here for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if you're... If you're able to do it and you're able to do it well, I heard your new computer's going to be coming in soon. Yeah, got the new computer, going to have multicam going on and better sound and yeah, it's all it's all stepping up. And if and that's the cool by thing. By the way, too, sorry, let more- me finish before which by the way, I want to give a shout out to the rebels on Twitch because they paid for it. They I put up a donation bar per their request and they hit $1000 within 3 days. They donated and said, "We love what you're doing. We want it to get better and see more stuff like they want to see how I play guitar and see what my amp settings are and I don't have a multicam setup so they paid for it so it was fucking dope yeah so yeah so you know when we get that new camera in at Chimp's place we'll um, look to hook up some live Twitch um, streaming here on Rockstar 101 but on that note we do have to wrap things up 
and hit up the socials here really quick. You can always find Shim over on his Facebook page. You can find Shim on Twitter. It is at Shim Moore, S-H-I-M-M-O-O-R-E. You can find me over on Instagram. It is at The Real Brandalorian. You can always drop us a message if you have any topics or any questions that you want brought up. A bunch of people have been finding me on Twitter. I am on Twitter. Um, I'm just not as active. I mean, I'll, I'll respond to messages. I think I'm, I'm at B Goat Coats on Twitter you if you think? want to find me over there. I don't remember. You might want to give him like, the right I, one. Check it first, hey. Shit, I knew you were going to do that to me. Uh, because I just, I don't, I don't check it as, uh, as frequently. Or, no, I, 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 sorry, I do check it. I just don't post it to it. Um, yeah, it's at B Goat Coats. That's C-O-A-T-E-S or The Brandalorian, I guess, is the, is the name as well. So if you want to, you can find me over there. I just don't post on it because um, I had to stop posting on Twitter after a while because um, I would just get drunk and challenge Floyd Mayweather to fights. So, wow. Yeah, I had to stop doing that. Okay, fair but enough, anyway, on that, on that note, um, I got all the socials in. Yeah, we're good. Okay, His cool. name is Shim. He's the rock star. His name is Brandon. He's the DJ. Class dismissed.